this is a warning, this podcast is not suitable to be listened to around kids and probably not even out loud at the office. We cuss a lot, we drink during the recording, and we touch on some very adult subjects. We recommend listening when the kids aren't around or when you have headphones. Thanks guys. Bye. This is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal Podcast. I'm here with Eric, Jesse, and my dad. Say hi. What's going uh, on? My dad's name is Mario. <laughs> he, he saw Papa Paranormal or something. I just real- Papa Paranormal. I yeah. Like I just I like realized it. we should have been like looking at the camera while it was going on. Oh, yeah. If, this, if you're listening on Spotify or something... We're going to have this on video, so woohoo. On video? Why way to make us sound like really yeah, old? Um, We're going to have this on VHS. What is it? What am I supposed <laughs> to say? In color. We're going to be on YouTube. On the tube. Color. On yeah. the tube. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. You, um, you know, I'm so unprepared. What episode are we on? Sorry. 86. Eight, we're on episode 86. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're talking about haunted dolls again. Yes, I got a good one for you. I wrote. I'm. I'm particularly proud of my writing oh, in this one. Okay. So I'm very happy with this. Okay, one. I'm glad that you're confident in it because mine is like, <laughs> um, just. I did a Jesse Raza bullet point, bullet point. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, if this is your first time listening, thank you. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are heard. And the YouTube, apparently. Uh, you <laughs> could send in your stories to letschatparanormal at gmail.com. Um, and don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Uh, give us some good ratings if you like us. And if you don't, don't do anything. <laughs> and uh, wish my sister a happy birthday tomorrow. Woohoo! Yeah! Yay. It's your birthday, The big 37. I'm so proud. Boy! <laughs> 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 turning 34 um but anywho's uh i just wanted to say thank you to everybody that we spoke with uh at the kings of horror show we actually had a lot of people stop by uh tell us some spooky stories there was actually somebody that like lived in your subdivision that was just a couple streets away oh really <laughs> yeah there like were... i thought it was that the house that was a couple streets down from you that had a very similar uh occurrence happened with the older gentleman that you told us about recently uh happened to one of their houses too oh wow yeah i thought Ooh. i literally thought it was that house i was like do you live so, like near my dad are you talking <laughs> about the neighborhood that i live at now yeah oh okay yeah. all right cool yeah oh not cool oh man it's sad yeah and i remember well, what happened to the yeah. other guy <laughs> well it's just uh we actually met a lot of cool people uh we actually met somebody with mufon so that was really cool. very cool yeah. yeah hell yeah um but yeah uh thank you if you're tuning in from the kings of horror show we really appreciate it um and thank right. you for 10k oh yeah ten thousand. woohoo <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah nice yeah so um, congratulations I, congratulations i danced around naked for a little while Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right uh creepy updates do we have any oh my god i actually oh so i think he actually said it to uh mom while we were having caleb's birthday party and i don't think mom knew how to react <laughs> But Logan was telling mom about the clown, how he is under the bed and he likes to push 
the mattress and he said that he feels it and he wakes him up in the middle of the night wow. because he's pushing on his mattress from under the bed. And I think mom was just like, what? <laughs> this was Friday? Yeah. Oh, she yeah. hasn't told me about that. Unless, I don't know if he's... She's uh, I'm trying I to forget. <laughs> Man. But yeah, so uh, I don't know if the clown is back again. That, that's. I hope he forgets about that because that'll be like PTSD when he's a teenager and adult. He's going to be, man, I felt this before. It was scary. It was spooky. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. So yeah, my kid, uh, he's a weirdo. I, I have a, it's not a really a creepy update, but it my kid said something creepy so me and sal were over there in the other room and we were coming over here and he was saying something about a flying scary baby and he was pointing <laughs> up here to the ceiling Jesus and Christ. i was like excuse you that's not real <laughs> <laughs> i was like sir <laughs> but that's you take that back yeah <laughs> she channeled her internet and no fucking flying baby <laughs> <laughs> you're not seeing nothing <laughs> Do y'all have any creepy updates this week? I have a creepy memory. Oh, okay. Uh, growing up, you know, being Hispanic and everything, you know, how we always scare our kids so they could do whatever we want them to do, like introducing Kukui and Yorona and, you know, scary Theo, scary Tia. And uh, one of my mom's favorite things to tell me when I was a little kid, and I don't know if she was scared that I was going to grow up and smack her around, but she would always say... When little kids hit their parents, their hands will dry up. Oh, shit. And I was like, well, well, what do you mean? And she would say, like, if you hit me, mijo, se te va a secar la mano. And I was like, oh, that means your hands are going to dry up and you won't be Mon- able to use monkey it. Monkey paw. Yeah, basically. Oh and I was like, wow. And she used to do that all the time. As, as a matter of fact, to this day, they still use, like, God's punishing you. I was like, Jesus Christ. You know, my dad still says, God's going to punish you, you know, if you do this, if you don't give me $50, God's going to punish oh you. <laughs> so anyway, that was my uh, creepy memory. That I was like, man, I remember growing up with all these fears, you know, like, man, I can't punch my dad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How about you, Jesus? Do you have any creepy updates? Um, not that I can think of, to be honest with you. Can we get an update on the cornfield? Can um, I, I get mean, an update? There, there's the still no no goth girls God out there. Damn, it dude. is barren. It is barren, yeah, uh, pretty much, you know. Well, I promise you when it comes to flourishing, my loins will be ready to seed those fields. Next, next harvest season, I'll pass by. People can finally see the faces I make when you say stuff like that. Um, okay, well, now that we are done with the creepy updates, um, I do want to just give a couple of updates on where we're, you can find us in the future. Um, on oh, it's this Saturday. Uh, we're gonna be at Stickers and Stars with Finding the Paranormal yes. Investigation. Oh God, yeah. I can't wait. Um, obviously, it's not like an open investigation, but uh, you can expect a podcast out of that or a future episode out of that. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. Make sure to follow both Stickers and Stars and Finding the Paranormal. They're both on Instagram, and we'll tag them in this upcoming episode to make sure that you guys can find them. I'm not trying to be insensitive here, but I would like the favor return, though. What what are you talking about? I touch Sarah. I hope she touches me. Sweet Jesus. Go listen to the Sarah the Doll episode also. Um, All right. Also, on Saturday, September 17th, you can find us at Victoria's Black Swan Inn at the Paranormal Fest. Uh, Girl. 
Yeah, that's where Andrea Perone is going to be. Uh, Andrea Perone, if you don't know, is the original one of the original daughters from The Conjuring. Uh, she's going to be the special guest. And then, of course, there's going to be the paranormal putas. There's going to be the ghoul gals and then a couple of other speakers. And, of course, there's going to be vendors. It's going to be a great time. We hope to see you there. Yeah. And then September 24th and 25th will be set up at MonsterCon at Rolling Oaks Mall. And that one is just going to be like straight up horror theme. So if you like just, you know, spooky shit, go take just take a visit. There's going to be a lot of vendors. I have one more creepy update. What's that? So recently I've been doing some very intense research. Research? Research. <laughs> Sorry. Come on camera now. <laughs> I'm telling you, coming in the evidence, you can't edit that out. <laughs> that was just like habit. Sorry. She's a, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to force you to do this now. So I've been doing uh, some research on our uh, mascot. Who's our mascot? Salma Hayek. Oh, and we're going to do a full episode on Just her, her foot, though, right? Well, that too. Just I, I have a whole 30 minutes on her foot and her toes. <laughs> you, know, you, but... you have to, with a mascot like that, you have to make sure you tend to every part of it. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 10 minutes each and now we got. We're all on a oh. list. <laughs> I'm not on a list. Now you I, are. No, <laughs> Before they couldn't uh, see our faces. Now they, they put faces yeah. to the voices like, damn it. Uh-huh. She's, she's probably looking at the, I, I can't see the dog man boy. <laughs> but he's the worst one. <laughs> but no, I'm serious. We're going to do this as an extra episode. I'm going to do a whole bio on Zelma Hayek. I'm not going to be involved. You are the I'm host. I'm just going to be the host. It'll, it'll be um, like what uh, like a side, what is it, a side quest? You know, we're we're on the, <laughs> the mode. If we just... do that, then other half no, is going to be Zach Bacon. I was going to say, don't. Oh, don't ruin it. Also, I'm thinking about making a life-size cutout of Zach Bacon so that I could carry it around to events. <laughs> You you're might. you're on a list. Yeah, yeah. I surely am. <laughs> you're talking about us being on a list. No, you. you no one's going to show yeah, up. Yeah, we haven't come up with like a nickname, a pet name for Sama Hayek. Yeah, just Sama Hayek. Zaddy, Zaddy Baggins. That was and... the paranormal putas. <laughs> what was yours? The the food reference. Uh, oh, snack baggins. Snack baggins. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, Sama, oh when uh, you do tell me to go live with you. I won't have to be. <laughs> when I was eight years old, I witnessed a ghost poop. And ever since then. I've not been... even doing his voice oh, right. Sorry. I... But anyways. Don't, I was about to say, don't do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> don't do the fucking voice, please. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, okay. So I think we are ready to talk about some haunted dolls. Dad, do you want to introduce your ha- haunted doll oh, while we're here? And yeah. uh, tell us about where you can find your shop. <laughs> no, not, not the blow up one. <laughs> yeah. the ceramic one. Oh, <laughs> not the blow up one. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get that one later. Sweet Jesus. Yes. Yeah, so this uh, she's going to be at my shop um i'm at a flea market on 71 71 highway 90 west right and i have a little toy shop there and i'm going to start putting creepy dolls yeah and this one i found i think at a yard sale you know and it's it's kind of a like old technology because if you move one of her legs she actually moves around i think i broke her uh-oh. Or Jesse was playing with that. That's funny because right. in real life, you know, you oh, can do that to a real woman too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Based off of uh, actual actual events, <laughs> yeah. So can you imagine that? There you go. 
moving around. Oh, yeah. shit. Wow, I hate that. <laughs> it just looked right at you. I know. She's a bitch. She rolls her, she rolls her wrong, eyes back and everything. Wrong bitch. There wrong you bitch. There you go. <laughs> Look, if she's sitting down, she does it even other. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, when you say something goofy, her head <laughs> just slowly turn at you. <laughs> does she blink? Yeah, she does blink sometimes. And sometimes. Once <laughs> in a great while, she'll say something. Ooh. That's don't what even, she says, don't Eric. Don't that evil on me. <laughs> she says Run, it. bitch. <laughs> We are pissing off whatever spirit is in yeah. there. If yeah, there is so, one. you know, she'll be there at the shop for sale. She's like, so as long as they don't start messing with my feet, everything. Yeah. Will be. <laughs> I mean, she just literally reacts just like any other chick once you start touching their leg. And what the hell? Sweet Jesus. What the hell? Edit, edit, edit. <laughs> no edits now. <laughs> the podcast will still be edited. <laughs> Anywho's, all right. I think we can go ahead and get started with our doll segment. Yeah. Okay. So, who wants to go first? Um, I have two stories. One of them is a little shorty, and the other one's a little. I lengthy. think mine would be shorter than both of y'all. So. All right. Okay. I'll yeah, never yeah. say that. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> ladies first, and that means me. <laughs> so, cool. All right. Uh, well, go ahead, listeners. Sit back and relax, and then. Uh, let us know what you're drinking. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Take it away. It's going to be the one where she just can't stop staring at the camera. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, this was actually something I discussed with uh, one of my friends. Uh, yeah, that is uh, my crinkling of the my napkin from Griff's. It's really greasy. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to lie anymore. Bitch, God damn it! He knows how to use a paper and pen, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Jen has taught him. <laughs> God damn it! Well, at least it's it's been recorded. My abuse. <laughs> did I did did I do good, boss? <laughs> Anyways, uh, one of my friends um, that mainly lives in uh, Mexico, actually, I was going to cover some Swedish doll that was like I wasn't really interested in. But I was like, you know, you're my date, so we're going to go out kind of thing. <laughs> you um, committed to it. Yeah, I'm like, you know, eh, <laughs> I can't find anybody better. So I guess it's you, Mr. Swedish doll, good person. But... Luckily, this fell into my lap. <laughs> oh, shit. So, um, <clears throat> it's kind of weird. I'm going to describe it a little bit, just how she was telling it to me. Um, and let's get started. So, this is like around the late 1980s. So, like, mm, almost early 90s, I would say. Uh, main Mexican city off of Iztapalapa. Mexico so uh, it's kind of a little bit of a mixture of modern and you know rural with indigenous and um, Iztapalapa I forgot the colonia's name which is kind of like a little subdivision of uh, where everything's at Um, her and her family lived there for a long time just very family oriented and it just so happened that on this day there was a big uh, fair going on, a feria. Um, 
and there's prizes, food, all kinds of stuff. Um, her mom was going to go. She wanted to go have like a little bit more of adult time. So she talked her uh, mother, her grandmother, and her uncle to watch them as the night went on so that she could go out and they could get babysat, you know, mm-hmm. so they could have whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, her cousins had actually won a couple of prizes there at the fair. And at the fair, they had these dolls that are very popular in Mexico. They're called Lupita dolls. They're kind of Catrinas. Um, they're not extravagant. They're not uh, super... Yeah, I need a photo. Yeah, that's um, I'm, I'm pulling that up for you just okay. so, so you can have That's a, what she said. <laughs> a reference. Yeah, she always asks me for pictures, guys. She's... Oof. Now I have a camera to look at, like the way Jim does. <laughs> She's off. Send me that thing. No. <laughs> so that's what they look like. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh okay. So they're um, yeah yeah they're essentially paper mache. All the facial features are painted on them. They will have like dresses put on them. Uh, the limbs are attached usually by like uh, super glue and like uh, wire. So they're able to move, but, you know, they're not like what you have in your hand, you know, like yeah. full porcelain and that kind of stuff. So they won one. This one was particularly different because uh, usually they have uh, black hair and like brown eyes to whoever indigenously is making them. This one was blonde blue eyes, which they felt really cool about because like, oh, like it's like getting that one that right, isn't like the right. rest. Yeah. So the unique one. Yeah. So the special they, edition. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> perfectly put. Yes, the special edition one. <laughs> the one with the papers. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, they uh, you know went about their business. Played a couple games. Ate some good food. Went back to the grandma's house. Oh, sorry. It was the the uncle's house. Uh, grandma was helping him babysit because it was I think. Uh, she said one, two, three, four, six kids, ages from the smallest is four to the oldest was eight. Oh. <laughs> so, one thing to know about the layout of the house is the parents were in the main area, which is where they were having coffee, drinking, bullshitting, having fun, and the kids were kind of like where our back room is at. But in order to get through it, there's outside. It's like two separate buildings. That's where the bedrooms are at. So, it was already getting late, they were having fun, they were, you know, doing kid stuff, being loud, where the parents and, sorry, the grandma and the uncle and a couple of friends were like, you know what, Um, y'all need to get ready for the bedroom, because y'all need to get ready to go to bed, y'all play a little bit longer, but then it's lights out. So, of course, you know, they're talking uh, about adult stuff in the other room, and they can hear the kids giggling and laughing and yelling. Finally, the grandma goes, you know what? I'm going to go tell them that um, it's time time for bed. So sure enough, she goes back there and she's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to turn off the light. Everybody, you know, get in bed. It's time for bed. Everybody was like, ah, oh, you know, moaning and groaning. Okay, sure, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Grandma took off. Of course, just like everybody knows, you will get a good 15 minutes of silence. And then the kids will start up again. So... The kids started up again, and the grandma said to her son, you know what, I don't know, listen to me. I think, you know, 
it's Theo's turn. You got to go in there and attack. <laughs> sure enough, the uncle was like, all right, time to, you know, get these kids in order. So, you hear the noise coming from the, the back of the bedrooms. He's walking. He goes through the door. He crosses that little patch of outside, opens the other door, goes into the other, like, little area. And he opens the door, and, like, it's pitch dark in there, like, where the grandma had turned off the light so he's like all right you kids like you know where are you guys hiding you know like it, it's enough playing you guys you know need to listen to your grandma i don't know why you guys are disrespecting her like that but it's time for bed i'm not playing around with y'all and he hears them but he can't see them because they're behind or behind under the bed kind of thing which he finds it weird so he he's, hears them but they don't sound like they're laughing they sound like they're kind of like in distress oh so he immediately turns on the light. And when he turns on the light, all of them are huddled in a ball Ooh. on top of each other, just blubbering, just Aww. crying. And he's like, well, what are you guys, you know, what's going on? Like, did, who, who hurt who? Or how did the fight or like, what's going on? Nothing. Not a word comes from them. Their eyes are fixated on the uncle and they keep switching to the dresser. Now, earlier, when they had came back, and they were still having fun and doing all the stuff that they were doing, they had gotten the doll and they had put it in that bedroom that was their uncle's on his table. Now, his nightstand. Now, he suffered from terrible heartburn at night. So, he had a uh, little tray of uh, antacid powder mm. that they use in Mexico. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but they come in like, it's like almost Alka-Seltzer. Okay. But instead of it being a tablet, it's just powder. Okay. And uh, it, it's like called salpicot. And you open it into powder. So he has the powder and he had a little spoon. And in the middle of the night, if you were to get it, he had his little cup of water. He'd throw a couple of scoops in it. It would fizzle and he would drink it. And he would go back to bed. So they point at that area where they had left the door. And as he turns around, he sees this doll that they had gotten at the fair with the bowl of the antacid on its lap with a spoon in its hand. Oh. And it's slowly shoveling antacid powder into its oh, mouth. Oh, shit. Ew. Now, think about it. I showed you pictures of it. Everything is painted on this thing. There's no hinge they say that it's opening its mouth and actually inserting the powder and smiling every time it takes a big spoonful of it. Uncle says, fuck. Like, he's just, someone just literally, like, poured a bucket of cold water. He's fucking frozen. And uh, he doesn't know what to say. It's complete silence. So they were in the dark. Now they can see it. They <laughs> yeah. can see its eyes. They can see it's moving. They can see it's shoveling the stuff in there. So the kids are freaking out even more because they see the doll moving. And it was, they saw it kind of moving in the dark, but they couldn't really pinpoint it. Now the lights are on. They are freaking the fuck out. Grandma hears it, says, oh, crap, there's a fight going on. So she sees that uncle's at the doorway watching everything. So she pushes herself in and goes, what's going on? And starts kind of scanning the room. And as she turns her head, the doll turns the head to greet her, to, oh, meet, to meet her yeah. her gaze. And she just says, holy mother of God, 
wow like she's like like in complete astonishment not knowing what to do the uncle's first reaction very brave reaction reaches over to the doll grabs it and flings it across the room the instant it lands on the floor it's like when you have a barbecue pit and you move the the embers or like you get a, a, a briquette that falls you get all that kind of right that's what happens this thing bursts into flames oh shit and starts letting out embers so everybody's freaking out he snaps into it he says hey uh you grab those two i grab these two let's go meanwhile this thing is as they describe is letting it's like a person it's letting out these horrific noises of pain gets the kids comes out they're all outside and he goes i i i gotta go back in and the grandma's like, what do you mean you gotta go back in? Because the whole fucking house could catch on fire. That thing's on fire. It's fire on the ground. <laughs> uh, so she goes, or, you don't have to. And he's like, no, I have to go in there. So he grabs one of the brooms that they have outside, but it's like a Mexican broom. It's one of the ones that they use to kind of... Made out of straw or something. Yeah. But on the opposite side, it has like a little bit of a, a harder wood. Like it's... I don't know how to explain it if you haven't used it. The the it's essentially like a club. Oh shit. Because <laughs> you know because okay. they use it to kind of like do the outside, so it has to be sturdier. And not like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It doubles up as a as a kid corrector. Um so he gets it, rushes in there, and sure enough, this thing's flailing, opening its mouth, smiling, letting out these fucking terrifying screams. And he says, I stomped it out. Okay, good, because that's what I wanted him to do. Okay. Yes. So he's, <laughs> your anxiety was I, acting up right now. It really was. I'm like, just stomp that he bitch out. stomps it out, comes out. Of course, they're not going to spend the night. That The a family member that lives in that same little subdivision, they go to their house, they tell them the story. Nobody sleeps a fucking wink. Remember, this happened somewhere around 11, 30, 12 at night. They, they're, they're calling uh, one of the clergymen that they know they're gonna get the house blessed the next day they, they're trying to get everything settled for the coming day so of course as it winds down nobody's sleeping um the mom comes home turns into a big thing she doesn't believe it the kids finally kind of tell their side of the story and they go well what happened when did this start and they're like well you know grandma came in there and she yelled at us and turned off the light and we started making a plan that like in like two minutes we were going to turn on the light and like start fucking around and when she would came back we would hide behind the door and we we're going to scare her <laughs> and as we were planning everything in pitch black we kept hearing the the scooping yeah and everybody was looking at each other and they were like cut it out like you know like ooh like scare. and then all of a sudden in that area where the nightstand was at the slightest little amber burn started to kind of like you know how when you puff on a, a suck on a cigarette right yes like that kind of just came in and then it would go out would come in like puffing a cigarette but two so they were seeing eyeballs and they oh, remembered the doll was there and then they could hear kind of like hmm and like, yeah. so they were freaking out because they're like holy shit like someone's eating over there they didn't know what was going on but they were starting to freak out because it went from mm, 
to like full-fledged giggling <laughs> and that's when they started freaking out and like yelling and kind of like going oh like stop in case it was someone else and that's when the uncle had stepped in now go to the uncle's point of view when he goes in there to stomp this thing out he walks in there this thing's full-fledged on fire but it's not burning and it's just smiling and making these like like what a human would make if they were on fire mm-hmm. and uh sounds like chucky he starts <laughs> stomping it out so like it's eventually all the paper mache and all the stuff just flattens out and the fire goes out they get the house blessed um they don't know what to make of it it never happened again they never bought anything like that again or won anything <laughs> like that again. Um, Blondies are bad. So the tragic story from her behalf is that her uncle became a really bad alcoholic after that. Oy. Oh, damn it. And Yeah, like very bad. And like he wouldn't say a word about that night. So um, family, of course, knew what had happened. and They would always try to get him to talk about it, but he wouldn't say a word. They would wait till he'd get a little bit drunk. And start asking him. And he would kind of start into it. But then he would start bawling uncontrollably. Mm. So much to the point where in his house, that bedroom, he had it demolished. Oh, wow. And built a whole other bedroom on the opposite side of the land. And Mm. that became kind of like a little stable for like the goats and the pigs. But it still had that concrete base. And in that concrete base was still the burnt, charred concrete yeah yeah he couldn't get it out he tried like you know scrubbing it washing it painting over it that burn would just seep through whatever it was that he would do so he kind of just left it alone at that um and she was like that's one of the first and only terrible experiences that i had with uh a doll David. and uh, she's utterly terrified of my collection because she's just like I don't like any kind of oh you ought to take this to her figures <laughs> or anything like that and uh, we kind of bonded when we were younger over my incident with my doll and her incident but we never went into like super details on like what had happened it's not only now that we're older that like she's like I heard your stuff, so I'm going to tell you how traumatic so, my was stuff was. So when did this take? Like uh, around what time? Ni- 90s, 80s? I want to say like early 90s. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, maybe late 80s. Teddy Ruck's been years. Uh, well, uh, it was, they, they didn't have, like, didn't have it because she wanted to stress that out. That, like the, the doll didn't have any points of articulation, right, right. no batteries. It was just like paper mache wire and like super glue and paint. Damn. Yeah. Well, thick. I'm glad that uh, he stomped it out because that's all I could keep thinking. I was like, it's paper mache. <laughs> yeah, paper mache, but with a fucking mouth that opened and eyes and noises that were coming out. I've heard about those <laughs> dolls. Yeah. I mean... They're not paper mache. And now, like, like in the oh shit, what what show was it? Like after they they read like an alien file, Jesse's gonna go file away his notes into like a filing cabinet and just his, uh, a secret filing yeah. cabinet. 
with only I can understand. Because, <laughs> like, what is this? Hi- hieroglyphs? Yeah. <laughs> There's a circle with a sad face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I liked it. Yeah. I loved it. It was good. Okay. Was good. Hey, Dad, I see you have some notes. Why don't you go next? Oh. Okay. But Jesse, can you uh, get me my other buzz bomb? Yes. Uh, yeah, we're we're doing a, a refill. So a beer run. Are they notes because he did it in cursive and me? They're <laughs> you don't yes. even know if they're notes. They're just writing, but it, they're notes. It looks professional. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, damn, that's my, uh... that's professional. You didn't even write it on the front of the page. <laughs> <laughs> it's on paper. At least it's on paper. It's on a sheet of paper. It's he's moving on up. All right. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have to deal with. <laughs> so mine, I uh, wasn't sure if I was going to uh, do this today, so it was kind of last minute. His name is Charlie, okay. right? Ooh. And I'm just ba- barely, uh, I'm basically just going to read what what I found. All right, okay. he was first discovered in 1968. A doll named Charlie was found in an old Victorian home in upstate New York, amongst a tattered trunk full of old newspapers. It's toy. The toy, uh, uh, the toy doll stood out. A yellowed piece of paper that had the Lord's Prayer written on it was the only item in the trunk, other than Ooh. the doll in the newspaper. Yeah, the newspaper inside the trunk dated back to the 1930s. The doll was added to a collection of other antique dolls the Finder's family owned and given the name Charlie. At first, the family paid little mind to the toy, as it fitted into their doll collection quite nicely. It wasn't until Charlie seemed to move from place to place on the bench full of dolls that anyone took notice. Oh. Like Elf on the Shelf, I guess. Right? Ooh, uh, that bastard. <laughs> the parents were quick to blame their five children, but the children all maintained that they knew nothing about the doll moving. Then the youngest daughter, who was four years old, made a startling statement. Charlie had spoken to her when she got up to use the bathroom. Wash your hands, Cochina, in the middle of the night. <laughs> Naturally, the parents blamed the child's imagination. Of course, that's not what they said, but still. While the parents never witnessed Charlie moving, the children soon became terrified of the doll. All five of them refused to get up during the night to use the bathroom, and none of them would venture within five feet of the bench that the doll sat on. The final straw was when the youngest one was covered with scratches and insisted that they weren't from their cat, but Charlie. Oh, wow. The truth was never fully discovered. The parents, wanting to end the chaos, took the doll to the attic and locked him back in the trunk he was found. Things, things soon returned to normal and the doll was forgotten. Years passed and the children were fully grown. Later, the home was sold and the truck that had Charlie inside went to the garage sale. A woman bought the doll to add to her antique doll collection. The doll changed hands a few more times before ending up at a shop named Loco Artisan. The store is located in Salem, Massachusetts, and is filled with taxidermy animals and unusual art, among other oddities. And nice. Yeah, this location is known for its past history regarding witches. Many people died here long ago, falsely accused of being a witch. We all know that. All right, so <laughs> here's a picture. But they have never experienced anything with Charlie. The only thing they had was once they... Uh, got Charlie into the little shop. Uh, one time the cops went and, and, and uh, woke up the proprietor and they told her, hey, you know what, your alarm's going off, someone broke into your 
their place. But once the uh, police actually got there, they said, well, the weird thing is no one broke in. It's like someone was trying to break out. Oh, shit. And they said all the windows were open. But, you know, uh, other than that, there was really nothing out of place. You know, and uh, uh, so what they ended up doing was changing the windows that had more stronger locks. And that was the last they heard of anything. You know, this is actually Charlie here. Oh, wow. Charlie the doll. So Charlie just looks like a very old doll. He has like one eye, eye, you know, and I don't even know why anybody would buy this. I would have thrown this motherfucker away a long (laughs) time ago. Looks like a lot of people during fiesta yeah exactly <laughs> dirty old dog anyway that Ooh. was that's the one that Careful i there did. you're gonna blow my notes away yeah, yeah. you're gonna knock my beer Easy over there four wins tic tac you need a tic tac <laughs> i'm gonna combat Ooh, that yeah. with a, some spear poppets some strong <laughs> lungs up in here first chair clarinet <laughs> oh god there's only two chairs <laughs> <laughs> that was her uh her model back then. Yeah. Blowing as hard as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now God we can it. see it. Now I can see that. Do the Mr. Bean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Y'all are adding so much more editing to my job. You don't have to You're edit. I'm gonna, gonna edit I'm gonna have to beep out the cussing. I'm gonna have mm. to what? fucking really? Yeah, yeah for have... YouTube or yeah. else. Uh YouTube doesn't like cussing and some other type of stuff. But can anyways, you, can you make uh, can you make like uh, Sasquatch the little thing that follows the finger? Around? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a good idea. I like it. Maybe you use another finger. <laughs> this finger. I'm gonna have to Photoshop yeah, the different yeah. finger. Yeah, there you go. Or a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> or it could just be one big giant finger. <laughs> we can always do this. The foam hand. Wait, what does that guy from Friends do? He does oh, he that. does this. No, no, no yeah, which that. one? Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. That's Ross. There you go. Um, okay. Do you mind if I go next? Yes, because I, I do mind. I, I'm gonna wow you. Okay. Gonna, I got some pizzazz behind my. Pizzazz. Yeah. <laughs> she needs a name. Hmm. Well, she's not gonna be ours. You don't name the food yeah, when you, you get a cow or a pig or anything. Actually, she would. Yeah, well, Jen, Jen would. would. Yeah, I'm gonna eat Charlie today. Yay. <laughs> That's Charlie what she says. Good. Dang. I'm <laughs> <laughs> out of breath over there. Anywho. And then at the end, I have. I didn't know how long this was going to take. I actually have another story just in case it's not so long. Oh, but okay. it, it's okay. it's one that was found back in the dark ends of spooky Ooh. dolls and stuff like that i didn't go to the dark web for it but still you know <laughs> the dark web is scary <laughs> so anyways ladies called it when i finished the dark web <laughs> finished what <laughs> <laughs> making sandwiches <laughs> just zoom in on my face <laughs> I'm telling you, I promise, audience, that we're going to get better at this. I promise. And I'm going to have a face reaction from Jen. My toaster won't be in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, okay. 
wow us with your pizzazz. No, I said you can go next. <laughs> oh, I'm going to wow you. That's what she it. said. You yeah, just... you made it sound like you wanted to go yeah, next. That's... Oh, no, no. I want to I want to finish it off with... Uh... Oh, okay. oh, he said go ahead, please. Because yeah. oh. mine's like... <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You wanted to finish that, yours off with what? That toaster, <laughs> that toaster really got you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Discombobulated. Sorry. The juice is loose. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's an OJ. You guys know that's what they used to call OJ Simpson, right? Only oh, after yeah. you told us. After we were saying the juice is loose for a whole fucking episode. It's an OJ scene. He's all back in the game, boys. Um, He's going to charge you guys every time you say that. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he would at best. Okay, so I am going to be covering two different dolls. The first one is Amanda the doll. Uh, this one's going to be a bit of a shorter story. And then the next one is Susie the doll. God, you, you pick like some of the most normal sounding dolls. Like I got Greg the doll. <laughs> I got John the doll. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, these are ones I've never heard of before. So I, I found this exciting. So our introduction to Amanda the doll begins in 2003. She was placed for sale on an online eBay auction by an anonymous individual. After receiving the doll, this person soon after put Amanda back on eBay. This is when a pattern began to appear. Amanda would be purchased, shipped out, received, and a short time later would then be placed back up for auction on the website. <laughs> Sounds like my <when> girlfriend. <laughs> no, not getting any <laughs> In all, Amanda had been sold around 20 times. Each owner of the doll all shared a similar experience, just saying they were weird, never going into detail. That is until one owner did share some of the events that occurred while owning Amanda. This individual described never being able to stop thinking about the doll, talking about the doll, and just fixating on her. When she would purposefully try to think about something else, she would experience horrific dreams. One night, the owner felt as if she were being dragged by Amanda in her dreams. Upon waking up, she looked down to her freezing blue legs that were covered in scratches. Frightened, the owner grabbed her phone to call an ambulance, only to look back and see that her legs were back to normal. She then looked over to Amanda and... Thank you, plane. They're reconning us. That's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just someone's private plane just passing by. <laughs> Hello, me little kiss. Te portas bien. She then looked over to Amanda and described seeing a sinister grin on the doll's small face. She's Let's circling, just wait. She's circling back around. They come in pairs. Or it's usually around four of them. Just like get it a little bit lower. I know they won't let them she's, outside. She's dropping care packages over used socks. She's like, get low enough where I can stick my foot out the. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, maybe one more. No, she's got to do one. The squadron. (laughs) Okay, there we go. She's on Jen's on right now. I messaged her. (laughs) I think another one is no. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Okay. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna start over. Yet yet I haven't proven that I could eliminate all this background noise, and we just stop. (laughs) I know. I don't know why you stopped. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna start all over. Uh, let me see. All okay. over? No. Okay. No me grites. 
That is until one owner did share some of the events that occurred while owning Amanda. This individual described never being able to stop thinking about the doll, talking about the doll, and just fixating on her. When she would purposefully try to think about something else, she would experience horrific dreams. One night, the owner felt as if she were being dragged by Amanda in her dreams. Upon waking up, she looked down to her freezing blue legs that were covered in scratches. Mm. Frightened, the owner grabbed her phone to call an ambulance, only to look back and see that her legs were back to normal. She then looked over to Amanda and described seeing a sinister grin on the doll's small face, only for it to go back to normal again. This is when a paranormal investigator named Reggie Jacobs comes in and takes ownership over Amanda. Jacobs describes Amanda as being a very active doll and happily sitting in place at times, but when she becomes bored, she begins to ruin household items. Sounds like a toddler. Cat. <laughs> it's even said that you can hear her scratching uh, noises coming from within her glass case. Ooh. Yeah, so that's it for Amanda the doll. I got most of that from hellhorror.com. So where's Amanda now? She oh, is in, I believe she's in Atlanta, Georgia. Man, I had that I had that written in my other notes, and then I tried to like <laughs> refine them. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, and you didn't talk shit about Jesse. Do you have pictures of Amanda? Uh, I can Google some pictures. Yeah, she no, actually, it's all right. No, she actually looks like a normal doll. Amanda the doll. <laughs> all the technology in the world beat out by some paper and screenshots. <laughs> tisk tisk. Oh, that is not a normal looking doll. I think she looks normal. Right? Like, or don't look at the one with the blood. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it actually kind of just looks like a artesian like a, porcelain doll, you yes. know? What? See, she's a normal looking doll. I mean, yeah. She doesn't look creepy or anything. I mean, well, guess it depends who you ask. I guess. Anywho's. All right. So, on to the next one. Anywho's. <laughs> so, uh, Susie the doll. In 1983, a couple named Linda and Jerry Platt held a birthday party for their youngest daughter of three, Heather. Heather was turning six and was excited to receive a giant doll customized to look like her from her Aunt Robin. What uh, the fuck? That's creepy as shit. <laughs> you know what? That, that You could do that with American dolls when you were little, and I wanted one so bad, but they were so expensive. Like, like hundreds. You know, I really didn't recently even know what american dolls were until like recently I like think, maybe uh, a year ago bob's burgers introduced me to it really yeah i used to read the american girl book series oh. on purpose sweet jesus dad you gave me money to go to the book fair <laughs> i gave you money you went and bought your own books <laughs> you purposely I... made yourself look like a dork you're all give me back that money right now for spending it on that so you didn't get a fucking lamborghini poster yeah <laughs> I bought a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These right. toys. Fucking buy erasers and chew on them like normal kids. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Who buys books at books fairs? <laughs> yeah, now we're yeah. just wrecking on Jen. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right. Upon receiving the doll, Heather was told that her name was Susie. That night of the party, Mom Linda describes being woken up in the middle of the night to the sound of something growling. 
Frightened but determined to find out where the noise was, Linda looked outside their window to see a shadow coming down the street that blocked out the streetlights as it got closer. As this shadow got closer, the louder the growling became. And just as suddenly as the shadow and growling appeared, it went away. The following morning, Heather begins her day with a bowl of cereal. She sets Susie on the couch in the living room and leaves the room to get milk for her bowl. But when she returns, she finds that Susie has now been moved to the rocking chair. Amused by Susie's choice to move, Heather goes on about her day and doesn't tell anyone. An important detail to note about this story about the parents is that they both work opposite shifts, so it seems that one parent is always home. One morning, Linda hears noises in the house and finds that the kitchen has been turned over. I'm just like doing air quotes because I don't know what turned over means. Like, like just like fucking it up or something, you know? <laughs> well, I'm saying like there's a camera there. I know, yeah. but for people that don't <laughs> listen on YouTube, yeah, yeah. for people that listen like just audio only. It's um, like if I'm like... just nervous (laughs) anywho still upset about the kitchen Linda waits for Jerry to come home to ask the daughters who did that like who fucked up the kitchen only for all three of them to deny any involvement everyone's getting an ass whooping (laughs) of course they don't believe them because this is really the first of the incidents to come one day Jerry wakes up to the sound of the TV in the living room turned on When he entered the living room, he found that all of the heavy furniture had been stacked on top of the coffee table, something that the girls wouldn't have been able to do. Sitting in the rocking chair with Susie was Heather, staring at the static-filled TV screen. Oh, shit. This was in the 80s, you said, right? Yes. Right after uh, Poltergeist. Well, back when <laughs> when the TV stopped. Yeah. <laughs> when like, yeah. Yeah. there was a, a cutoff point, you couldn't just... At oh midnight. Yeah, what, it was at midnight. What was it called? Uh, what, the white noise? Well, yeah, where they were going off air, didn't they? Yeah, that's happen? what it was called, off air. Yeah, and then uh, they would oh, do the shit. national anthem, and yes. then it so, was either static or it was the... Yeah. So the U.S. had the, the, of course, the U.S. anthem, but the Mexican channels had the Mexican anthem, and that's mm-hmm. how you know it was like... That's it. Ain't nobody out yeah, there. Yeah, you ain't gonna watch okay, no more. So I'm not trying to derail, but what was the purpose of that? Of Why what? go off at midnight? Was that like like a moral decision as a, as a country to say like, all right, y'all shouldn't be up this late. Y'all should be yeah, asleep. Shouldn't be, yeah. We're gonna shut off. Well, all... another thing is you got to remember TV shows. They're played based on commercial time and how much no money one's... they can. No one's gonna be watching TV mm-hmm. late at yeah. night no back America's then. Yeah. Back then. yeah 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 oh. um, so at the most you would get would be like uh the elvira uh the badass b, yeah. b movies yeah, and stuff yeah, like, yeah. like blue sunshine and all the yep, uh, 70s yep. lsd bullshit okay. yeah, yeah. yeah well you know i i always wondered i always wondered why it would shut off at that time yeah, you so would... maybe you know some audience members actually knows a technical term because i'm sure yeah. we're kind of just speculating right yeah. i didn't even know it should it like shut off at midnight yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it would shut off midnight Look, 11 i, I know no, i can it, see it shit off at midnight it would shut off at like two three in the morning no nah, i never saw that's it when that jerry late. springer time was on yeah in the 90s it was <laughs> yeah. but like in the 70s Look, the 80s. i i i've acquired a special skill to see stuff in static because i watched channel 99 through static. <laughs> yeah. so well, I mean, that was the playboy channel for anybody well, not yeah. living in san antonio <laughs> yeah. i'm I think just that saying was universal even even if you the static once the in, girls gone wild informations infomercials oh, yeah. came on yeah. that was a game changer <laughs> yeah. yeah everybody was like huh 
we are derailing. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Anywho, back to the static Let TV me tell screen. you about my dog. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry still held his feet firmly in rational thinking and believed that someone had begun to sneak into their house and changed all of the locks in hopes that it would stop the bizarre occurrences. Another night, Sisters Lisa and Laura woke up to the sound of children playing outside. Oh, shit. Confused, they looked outside and saw no one. When attempting to go back to sleep, Lisa said that she felt her neck get cold and felt that she could hear whispering in her ear. That's Jerry. Why do you keep looking at me when you do that? Because here? it's creepy. <laughs> it, it was Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> The next morning, Lisa woke up with handfuls of her own hair. Oh, shit. Rightfully concerned, Jerry and Linda took their daughter to see a specialist about the perfect circle of hair missing from the back of her head. After examining the scalp, it was determined that her hair had indeed been ripped out. Damn. Another eerie incident was during a family dinner. Suddenly, Heather was heard saying, Bad things are going to happen in this house. But Lisa, who was looking at Heather, said that her lips did not move. One day, Lisa had begun to go into her room to get her roller skates, but abruptly stopped when she saw that Susie the doll was there. (laughs) She then asked her mom to please help her look for the skates. When they returned to her room, Susie was gone, and hearing a noise in the restroom, they opened the door only to see... Susie sitting on the toilet with her pants down. What the shit? I know. Holy cow. Pinocchio here. (laughs) Another day, Jerry was home alone, trying to sleep, but was woken up by sounds coming from the kitchen. Again, the kitchen was turned over, but this time the chairs were placed on the table with their two front legs on the table and the two back legs hanging off in mid-air. So, like, there was nothing supporting those back legs, but they yeah. were just, like, they were chilling. <laughs> yes, usually there's nothing supporting the back legs. <laughs> then they'd be chilling. <laughs> boy. <laughs> when in the, I'm sorry, when in the early 80s again? Uh, I think it was 1983. Let okay. me double check. Yeah, what, was the, what was this gal's name again? Susie. Susie? Susie. Damn, Susie. There's no back legs, no support. Jesus Christ. Putting in that work. I need to find my place now. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, when he tried to tell... Oh, yeah, so when Jerry tried to tell Linda, though, she didn't believe him. The very next day, Linda was home alone and was getting ready to sit down and have lunch. Susie was on the rocking chair. Suddenly, from the hallway, Linda saw a single marble roll toward her, and a second followed coming from the children's room. Thinking that someone had broken into the house, she grabbed the nearest object she could use as a weapon and went to the room only to find the room silent and empty. She returned to her lunch in the living room only to find Susie gone and the two marbles in the middle of the floor and a pile of laundry that she was going to fold thrown all over the dining room oh hell oh, no man, yeah. i would have been <laughs> mad <laughs> oh hell no i didn't just fold all this clothes <laughs> Susie. <laughs> it would have been some fucking repercussions <laughs> that stuff. paranormal or not i did not just spend goddamn 30 minutes folding these goddamn <laughs> <laughs> 
Finally. <laughs> I'm more mad than scared now. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, both parents were on the same page and agreed that their house was under supernatural attack and had to fight back. Unfortunately, they were unable to move due to financial reasons, so they had to try and stick it out. One night while Jerry was sleeping, he woke up to his arm burning, where he received four deep scratches down his upper arm and two spindles from a bedpost lifted and flew toward him. This is when we bring in the legendary Lorraine Warren. The Warrens were called in at the suggestion of Jerry's reverend. When Lorraine was there, the family gathered around the table and held hands for what I assume was going to be like some type of communication. Or like sands or yeah. something? Okay, okay. So this is when a sound like scraping against a wall was heard and cold wind blew at them from within the house. Suddenly, Heather, who had previously been asleep, was now up and screaming for them to all get out of the house and swearing in a voice that was not hers. Lorraine told them to bring an exorcist. Two priests assisted in the exorcism. During the ritual, scraping and growling was heard. This is when Linda recognized the growl that she heard the first night Susie was in the house. During the exorcism, it said that there were hurricane-like winds going through the house, despite the windows being closed. The priests then asked the family to leave the apartment so that they could complete the ritual. Once the noise quieted down and the priests left, uh, Linda took Susie and threw it in the dumpster, ending the reign of terror <laughs> by Susie the doll. Nice. That's yeah, that is actually oh. pretty cool. Why didn't they do that earlier? <laughs> Why didn't they just say, oh, fuck this? You know? Well, it, it had to be something serious. The laundry was the last straw. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that's, that's what... Well, well it's kind of yeah. like the question, you know, if the Jen is just going to edit... All of the podcast. Why have? <laughs> oh my god! Don't even start. We're getting into uh, what is it? As existential crisis type thing. <laughs> so, going back. Exist? So, how did they get the doll again? Uh, that was a gift from the Aunt Robin. Oh god! It was American Robin, girl, fucking Robin. Right? <laughs> so where? So where did she get it from? Like, I, it, it made. So I didn't go too deep into it, but it made it seem like she made it almost i don't like know she made it herself yeah it or well like it said that like like was, on a cemetery or something <laughs> it said that it was like customized <laughs> to look like her yeah. Lucifer. <laughs> oh shit i was like damn i would have punched her i would have been like yeah fucking Thea, come here, here. down here and you help me fold this clothes goddamn yeah and take your doll back too you're an asshole anyways right. okay yeah, are you ready for mine? Yes. I'm super excited about mine. I really, really enjoyed this and it re-sparked my uh, fascination with this event. And I'm going to propose, uh, this is going to be an Eric-eccentric episode in the future. <laughs> I want to do. I want to do the Donner Party. Oh. The who? I want to cover the Donner Party because I, I absolutely love this... Oh, it, I, not I, not an insensitive I thought you were going to suggest for like a... What kind of party? Oh, what is it? A, it's about cannibalism. GoFundMe for a... For a... Like a, one of those real women or whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need a... <laughs> but uh, like no, Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer party? Donner. Oh, Donner. Donner. Donner party, yeah. Like Vixen and, and Comet uh, and Cupid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> okay. But uh, 
no yeah so this this is like re-sparked my uh passion for this this topic or this subject or this this particular incident because uh i find it very fascinating love it actually not to be insensitive about it but you know so it's weird <laughs> it's weird yeah uh it's tragic it's dark and i decided to cover why old... are you breathing into the mic like that <laughs> <laughs> was i breathing heavy i, I didn't don't even think know so. you're on it Stop. literally <laughs> yeah the, the juice is loose <laughs> anyway what we all sorry so... that distracted me <laughs> <laughs> stop making out with the <laughs> our mics smell like cigarettes and beer <laughs> that's what our mics saliva <laughs> <laughs> okay so i decided to cover old patty reed's doll who is patty reed we'll get there yeah. oh okay. we'll get sorry there, okay? my bad <laughs> don't uh don't go chasing waterfalls jen <laughs> okay so there's gonna be a little bit of building here right there's gonna be a little bit of backstory to how we get to this point right and i i promise you we're gonna get there so just be patient okay so the year Damn airplanes. Selma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? So the year is 1846, and the echoes of manifest destiny call to those yearning for better opportunities out west, driving adventurers, expeditioners, and families out to the yet, and I want to put air quotes here. Look into the camera while you do that. Yeah, there you go. Unexplored, <laughs> untapped territories, right? Because we all know. There were already people there. Well, right? stuff was getting tapped <laughs> back then. Yeah. <laughs> I would like my face edited out of all of this, by uh -huh. the way. Okay. Just want like a, I don't know. A big smiley it? face. No. <laughs> or a don't butt. Make me, don't make me basic. I put something cool. <laughs> a butt. <laughs> Someone hired A Ren and Stimpy butt. <laughs> all right. So, uh, one such family... And the wagon train that they traveled with would go down in the history books as one of the most tragic, harrowing, and dark tales in American history. As I mentioned before, it's 1846, and a wagon train of 87 men, women, and children, and I'd like to note here that half were children, set off from Independence, Missouri to find fortune and a new life in California. Though the group would make multiple mistakes throughout the travels, this one is the pivotal right so they actually started their journey too late in the pioneer season and they decided to take a a un unproven path right so instead of taking the tried and true trail at the time being the oregon trail they decided on a new and yet traveled trail called the hastings cutoff that was advertised by what could be described as nothing less of a huckster, Lansford Hastings, who he himself hadn't even traveled yet. Now, again, it would be an understatement to say that the ill-fated travelers were plagued with bad omens and mishaps so many. They traveled through rough terrain before ultimately reaching the Great Salt Lakes, a barren and uninhabitable region of Utah. It's where they barely make it out alive. Exhausted and near death, the party decided to take a rest in Truckee Lake, where the worst of their fears uh, and fates would be met. They set up camp to rest for the night, and the next morning they awake to a startling and unsettling sight. The mountain peaks of the Sierra Nevadas now had snow atop them, 
which meant they had missed their opportunity to pass the next leg of the journey safely. And then the snow began to fall and fall and fall. The blizzard of 1846 and 47 was one of the worst ever recorded in history, meaning they were stuck with supplies running low and not, enough, and not equipped to survive the winter. Aside from many other details that I'd like to cover in a separate episode, like I said, ultimately the party uh, spent weeks, months trapped in the small makeshift structures, slowly starving to death. Starving, that is, until death took the first victim. So, picture this. You're exhausted, spirits are low, survival is near impossible, and you're starving huddled around a fire that you barely even were like able to make. When one of your party members slips away, nobody notices until they smell the scent of cooking meat. The first victim had fallen unconscious and then died while sitting next to the fire when his hand had fallen into the flames. Desperate and hungry, most of the party partook in the consumption of human flesh. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm, you didn't even, you don't even have to worry about. It. I'm gonna eat somebody, <laughs> just so y'all know. I, I know, I, I always dabble into, it, but just so y'all know, I'll eat somebody. <laughs> I'm gonna eat y'all. It's gonna God happen. No, it's just, God I'm just waiting for that, yeah. that, that sausage the, with bone. the go. <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> You're the old people from the first episode of Bob's Burgers. Or, uh, <laughs> this is the place with the human meat. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Don't, don't get me wrong. I won't do it to do it. But if it has to be done, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> Just you He's looking for an excuse. He's going to skip dinner one day. Like, All right, fuck it. I got to eat the dog. Like if it, if it happens and like they're like, why did you eat him? And I'll be like, well, I didn't have a choice. I had to. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to be that guy. But there was a whole so, tree of bananas. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> okay, so at least with them, they resorted to everything uh, before actually doing this. So, so I don't know if that makes them better than you, than your situation. <laughs> no, I would have been like. Uh, weren't they like literally like eating the leather off of their like shoes and yeah. stuff? They were, they, were, they were eating their livestock, then their pets. Then their own clothes, shoes. They were even eating <laughs> bones. I will eat you before I eat my shoes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> like, I'm just telling you this right now. Um, to anybody out there in the airwaves, if you're trapped in a room with me and, like, you think I'm going to eat my shoes first or, like, my shirt or even if you have a Snickers bar, I don't like sweet stuff. I'm going to eat you first. <laughs> just so you know. So, literally. And not in a sexual they way. Smell, they smelled human flesh and they, they got did. hungry so yeah there's actually a, a i i don't want to call it like a medical term but there is a term called uh starving hunger right where uh, at a certain point when you're starving to death you actually don't feel it anymore and it's not until uh and this is actually a survival mechanism within your body yeah, that clicks in yeah, to, to cut the pain off, right? Because, like, now your body is more focused on just survival rather than trying to, to uh, like, feed itself. Yeah, something. it's like a snake metabolism. It just drops. Yeah, so it's something along those lines, right? But when you, you get the scent or you actually taste something again, like that, that sustenance, uh, it kicks it back on and it almost Frenzy. makes you, yeah, it, it, it makes you ravenous. 
Wow. And uh, you'll start, like, there's actually a story of a kid that uh, when he actually had eaten a raw rat before he could even, like, kind of consume it, like, he went insane and he, he was just running around kind of naked talking about give him back his bone and stuff. So, wow. This is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, I won't reach that point. I'm going to eat you before <laughs> a rat. <laughs> before, yeah. Before I go into that. <laughs> And we, we, we can have a debate about it. Hey, you can try to eat me. <laughs> oh, okay. But, <laughs> so it, it's a level playing field. Yeah, it's a level playing field. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. But <laughs> just know, I always carry Mrs. Dash in my pocket for a reason. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Please continue. I, I carry, uh, what is it? Uh, I put that shit on everything. Uh, nah, we, we didn't try to go spicy. We didn't know, we didn't know what's going on. Put Danos on that. You know, funny, funny enough, uh, Jen, give me a guess what human flesh smells and tastes like. Pork. Pork. Smells like pork. Does it like really? Pork. Yep. Oh fuck! You guys are you guys trying Go. to ice me? <laughs> <laughs> My God, Jesus! Jesus. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> Do you know what? Like I'm over here saying, yeah, I would eat someone. You're like, you know what it smells like? Pork, succulent pork, <laughs> lovely apple vinegar, <laughs> pork. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll continue. I I'll can't continue. edit all of this out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna bombard you. <laughs> what, what what are the the internet attacks called? The DD, uh, uh, where they bombard a website with just like a bunch of login accounts. Oh, so I don't you even can't know. stop them all, Jen. <laughs> Look I, again. I'm not saying I, I would willingly eat someone, but if it came down to it, Jesus. I'd eat you. <laughs> Just telling, uh, like I, I can't clarify that anymore. <laughs> I don't. You're gonna be on a list too, <laughs> a different list. Look, Sama. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, okay, I'll go. I'll keep going. All Please. right. All right. So, like I said, uh, most of the party partook in the consumption of human flesh. One by one, as victims succumbed to starvation, illness, or extreme weather, the party feasted. So much so that by the end, some party members even looked forward to the act, debating and arguing who would be next. <laughs> yeah. So now I know y'all are saying, I thought this was a haunted doll episode. Yeah, for sure. Well, <laughs> well, as I mentioned before, men, women, and children were all along for the journey. <laughs> One child named Patty Reed, eight years old, was among them. In her possession, a doll. A doll that was witness to the darkness that befalls desperate humans. Imagine a little girl clutching her doll tightly, terrified, confused, and tired, witnessing everybody, including children like her, some her friends as a matter of fact, feasting on the flesh of members of her party. Imagine her and her doll sitting quietly as members of of the party argue and debate who wouldn't be next to die and be eaten. Imagine the secrets the doll overheard, the plotting and the betrayal. Imagine the pain, confusion, terror, and images of ghostly figures that would later be described as gaunt demon-like beings from their saviors. Imagine how tightly Patty held her doll, and admittedly, the doll is not haunted, but imagine all those emotions, physical and spiritual, emotional, that had been transferred to that doll. Now, the doll sits in a small glass case in a museum in Sutter's Fort, where she stares back at you 
with horrors reflecting in the, her eyes. Jesus God. Christ. What's the name of this, this doll again? So it doesn't have a name. It's just called Old Patty Reed's Doll. Let's Google her. <laughs> Old Patty, I'm, I'm sorry, Patty Reed, but I, I wipe my... my... My. You would you would <laughs> clean your mouth off with the a dress of the yeah. doll. <laughs> Sorry, that was my uh, past life. Oh, she's a fancy <coughs> doll too. Yes. Sorry, Patty Reed, but and admittedly, uh, so like oh, I said, for sure, I want to wipe my face with that shit for sure. <laughs> so early on in the journey, and again, we we're, I want to do this as a personal story, right? So early on in the journey, wow. they were supposed to get rid of a lot of the stuff that they didn't need, so they could travel light, so they could actually try to make it through this very long, excuse me, a uh, hard journey, and uh, she hid it within the. What do you call the bottom part of like a woman's dress, old timey dress? They, there's a name for it. Uh, I, I can't a uh, bustle. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly the name. And she hid it there, and she, she would be holding it while witnessing these people Ooh. eating other people. So it sounds like the doll became like a recording type of. I kind of did. Uh, that's a specimen. <laughs> I'm telling you, know you it was me, past life. <laughs> so, and I'm gonna put some numbers out there. Right. So 87 people went on this journey. 47 made it back. 29 were eaten. Confirmed. Shit. Right. So <laughs> do the do the math there. Well, 29. Well, the first five, you got to figure out what you want to eat. <laughs> what? I'm just uh, just trying to say things. Just so, start chomping at stuff. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> So when someone died, it didn't mean everybody got a chance to eat. No. So there was actually... No, 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 no. So they actually did have a system because you didn't want to be a relative eating a relative. Well, why not? So they actually had a system to where, you know, you wouldn't be eating your, your father, your mother, your cousin, your brother, your sister. Oh, is uh, it like they because had... I know what they eat, so I don't want none of that? Or... <laughs> no, it was just you didn't want to eat your relative. Oh, <laughs> like morally. Okay. Yeah, I just was yeah. like, nah, he, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know what he puts in, yeah, in his I mouth. Yeah, I don't. So, yeah. Uh, I don't want that. <laughs> so 29 eaten 29 confirmed eaten uh there was actually one at the very end who they should have just let die and i can't remember his name right now but we'll i'm, I'm telling you i'm gonna do a full episode on this i love it i love it now that we're doing YouTube yeah that's YouTube. actually a whole yeah. even outside of the doll i mean the doll oh, was yeah. literally no. like the very very end like oh yeah the yeah. doll witnessed it all yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Because we, I didn't even get into the forlorn hope. I didn't get into like the details that at certain points, the 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 winter, they were buried in twenty feet of snow at wow. some times. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm fucking. I got a piece <laughs> Jesse, of somebody, just... and I'm just like. <laughs> but you can't. You can't just eat the meat. You have to get fat because you can't digest. Um, food. But at that time, there was no fat. If they starve to death. No, that's what I'm saying. So you have to eat these people like before they like lose the body fat on them because then you're just eating. Well, that was the... Well, no. So actually what they did is they ate the heart, liver, and uh, kidneys. The the kidneys. What? That's the good stuff. That's the most nutritious part. 
Uh, I'm I'm not approaching this from Jesse's standpoint. I'm actually approaching this from like a, a, a survival, a scientific, well, more of a historian's. Yeah, because you, know, you, you want the fat because you can't digest protein without fat. Yeah, you need the. You actually do need the. Jesse is true here. But I, this was back the in the day. But back in the day, <laughs> did they even know that though? No, no, they you didn't know. know that because you could. There's incidences where people have eaten people, but they didn't know that. They were already like emaciated and they're eating them like, bro, you should have ate them when they were plump. Like, yeah, it's no, might as well so just. So I'm figuring those people though died of maybe disease. No, they, they just, they couldn't digest. So like they got like constipated or oh, like. Yeah. Uh, or their stomach turned yeah, into knots or yeah, something. Yeah, like it, because the fat wasn't like. What was that movie of the train where they were uh, eating each other that. Train to Busan? No, oh, no. no. Uh, Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer, yeah. Where they actually. Snowpiercer. I love Snowpiercer. Yeah, but the same thing, same mm. concept. You yeah, because I would be the first one, like, 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 hey, those people are fat right now. They got, like, all that <laughs> stuff. We're not starving to we, death yet, but so, we may. But, it's gonna... but, but you were, like, you were saying there's 20 feet of snow. It's mm-hmm. not like you could go, like, hey, let's go to that house and let's munch on everybody. You actually had to wait for yeah. whoever was yeah. in your surroundings, you know. Yeah. And I yeah. wonder if it, at one time, I mean, of course... I doubt if they would even say it. Hey, survival of the fittest. Let's go ahead and eat Charlie over here. Nah. He's, uh, you know. So, I, I mean, no, who knows? No, no, no. So, so it, it, it wasn't like that. Yeah, Uncle uh, Jesse, it's a full house. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to go. No, Lord so have actually, mercy. They, they actually, at one point, they drew straws. Oh, my God. They drew straws. Loser to, gets eaten. Loser got eaten. And the funny, the ironic story or the irony of that story is the guy who suggested that was the one who drew the shortest oh, straw. Man, that's that's not happening. <laughs> but to his luck, to his luck, somebody immediately died like shortly there. And oh, he, I'm he pretty like, sure he had Woo! something to do with it. <laughs> now we're we're going we're we're going full. Are we? Was this a freaky links thing, or was um, I think of Roanoke? No, that was For... Roanoke. Yeah. Or you're about on, or on you're... that show Freaky Links. Oh, I yeah, know. no, the whole Freaky theme Links. around Freaky Links was Roanoke. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Uh, but you might be thinking the Oregon Trail game. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah. Well, they were supposed to take the Oregon Trail. Yeah. But they decided to take that other. Cut that was off. a cool game. Yeah, but I, just like I said, just reinstating. <laughs> I always died of dysentery. Yeah, All right, can nice. I tell you my last story? Before, because okay. I'm pretty sure we're like at two hours now. Well, I mean, edit wise, we're like at tw- 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is so, like I said, this was a lot of digging. Okay. And it's short, but it, now I'm like, man, I don't even know if I could say this because you said, uh, um, and I, I got it because it's hilarious. It is kind of hilarious. <laughs> that, right? That's what we're going to end yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Right, so uh, don't say, oh my God, you haven't even heard it yet. (laughs) But yeah, it's an oh my God type. So Juan Jose, 2015, he was 68, retired, bought himself one of them modern fancy schmancy sex dolls. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. And if you guys, yeah, the the bells and whistles (laughs) that had the uh, O-shaped mouth and... uh, That wizard... And uh, it wasn't blow up. Twister, nah, yeah, they're silicone. like six, seven thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah, you could switch heads and the, body parts and shit. Anyway, T one thousand. Yeah, and I'm not even joking. No, anyway, Skynet, yeah, and, and uh, had a heart <laughs> attack. Hold on, guys, had a heart attack during the actual <gasps> oh sex. We going for electric. Boys? Yeah, and, and, and so he died during the actual 
uh, sex act and everything. So, of course, families got there, washed it down, put bleach on it. I'm selling it's, that bitch. Yeah, I'm I mean, getting it, money back. It's seven thousand dollars. Oh, okay. So it's I'm, I'm like, not the only one that yeah. does that because I'm selling that shit. It's like it's like you know a fucking car. So oh, and, and there's people out there that hey they'll buy it. I mean if you look it up you'll see some freaky stories. Anyway, so new owners, um, they would have it at the house and they would hear you're not you're not welcomed in, but in a more of a deeper voice you're not welcomed in. And they were like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. I'm fighting you. Well, yeah, it says, you're not welcomed in. I will hurt you. Oh, shit. And then, so, of course, people were like, well, what's going on here? And they would be looking and they're like, what are you talking about? And apparently, they thought that when this guy died, his soul, aura, whatever, went into the doll. Oh, no. But of course, so, yeah, so he's like, so... No one afterwards, of course, it wasn't recorded, had ever sex with that doll again. Now, if I pay five thousand yeah. dollars, his cheeks are getting clapped for sure. <laughs> you know, so he's watching. I, and that was the thing. It was said that he was stuck in the doll, and he would warn people, "You're not welcome in. I'm going to hurt you." And oh, they would like, "No, I'm going less." Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was kind of creepy, kind of weird. <laughs> it is so, very creepy, but and, boy, you get yeah, clapped. <laughs> and so I don't know who has it now. Of course, it's been sold. And it might have been sold on eBay a couple of times. So yeah, the, you know. the guy that bought it is like, yeah, you just keep telling me that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is. Uh... But it's not even in a in a. Uh, apparently, it's not even in a sexy it's, chick voice. It's in a dude's voice. Oh, that's even, you know, it's like, like if so. the husband's going like, "Don't touch my wife, yeah. boy." Yeah. <laughs> You're making it even worse for you. You know what's a funny coincidence though is uh, one of our listeners literally just sent a video uh, to me. It's a how to identify a haunted item, and it's all about dolls. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> I know. I just texted her. I was like, "Girl, we're literally recording." <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, but for sure. Like, if I would have made that purchase, I'd have been. I don't care what you say, sir. Yeah. I'm sorry you're stuck in there, but I'm gonna try gonna, to help you out. You're gonna hear me. This. <laughs> you're gonna hear me Jesus. like. Uh, <laughs> 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 Whatever noise. People what? Make. It's like you're on another level today, because you know it's gonna be harder. Look at, look for at me all to the beers. Edit. Look at all the beers. This is all the for him. <laughs> She's about to drop in the fucking. <laughs> I'm glad you recognize that, that this is just, this is not even me buzzing. This is breakfast. <laughs> this is who I am. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, guys, are we, com- are we done? Are we yeah, completed on yeah, this? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hi, Salvador. Uh, yeah, might as well. Yeah. That's the way to finish this. Our son is over there. That's a different cryptid. Um, but anyways, thank you again, guys. That boy needs to pay child support for that kid already. You need to stop. That is your son. He's got your ears. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening. Oh, um, make sure that you guys are drinking all of your water. Drink this much water now that we're on YouTube. Yeah, drink this much water a day. Get all your eight hours of sleep. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, we love you. Okay. Bye. bye. Oh, that was cryptid. Bye-bye.